0: Hey, fam. Hey, Catherine.
1: Oh, hi, Jade.
0: What the hell's going on? Not too much. Just surviving the rain. I know it's it's torrential downpour over here. Actually, I'm lying. It's actually really sunny right now, but it has been raining. Yes. My body is just brilliant and decided to give me the flu at the same time as the horrific weather. Uh huh. Which was a great experience, but like, don't recommend the flu. Like, this flu lingers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Highly a bummer.
0: Highly a bummer, but efficient of my body to get my period and the flu the same day, like right after right. the you know what. We're not we're not referencing the wedding because Dylan told me this morning, very lovingly, he said, "Don't overdo it." So I'm gonna try not to overdo it, you guys. <laughs> so I'm just, we're just it's he who shall not be named is the wedding. Oh my that's god, that's just what's happening from I now love on. It. But you guys, this is the truth about turning thirty, which I will do later this year. <gasps> you can hurt yourself in the craziest <laughs> ways. Like I you guys, I was laying down obviously as I always am. And my neck was like propped up in such a way that when I sneezed cuz this this flu was primarily in my nasal region, I sneezed incorrectly kinked my neck so hard. It was literally like I was straight out of like, help, I've fallen and I can't get up commercial. (laughs) I called Dylan. I was like, life alert. I need help. (laughs) I I literally couldn't move. I couldn't move. God. And then it lasted for like three days.
1: Yeah. No, it's true. You will never in your life have a time where you don't know a two day hangover. Like it's just a thing that starts happening. I thought it was made up. The two day hangover is real. Oh, no,
0: that's real. That's absolutely. Oh, she's
1: already familiar. She's already familiar.
0: Oh, beyond. And then like the last day is like a emotional hangover where you're just like regretting <laughs> just everything in yourself. life and you're just in horror at what you said and did. No, but this is easy. I mean, you can get hurt lying down like that is scary. I always thought I was safe in the bed. Turns out. No. Yeah.
1: You can get hurt literally not doing anything like literally you'll just be standing there and all of a sudden you'll have like a horrible pain. You're like,
0: why did that hurt? Yeah, no, it's it's painful. Oh my god! Speaking of, because you guys know if you've listened to the show for long enough, that a psychic once told me that I would break both my ankles in my lifetime.
1: And Jade and I have differing opinions about what that means for her living her life.
0: We absolutely do because <laughs> I, I. It's a very limiting. It's placed a limiting belief on my life, and it's been it's been hard. But so here's the thing. So the other day, I'm laying in my house, and I get this notification that I booked a session with a medium. Oh, today. Today so oh. I booked it I booked it June 29th this past summer so like I booked it however many months ago that was I can't do the math but it's today at noon and I realized why I wait. I feel like every three years I see a medium because then I need three years to recover from, like, whatever the medium said. <laughs> and then I forget that I shouldn't do this it's shit. like childbirth. You don't remember the pain. No, truly. And then so I'm go- I'm diving back in today, guys. Oh I'm diving God. back in. I figured like, at the beginning of this marriage, let's uh, – I, God, I can't – she can't be stopped. I'm mentioning marriage weddings.
1: But no, that is a good time. If you're gonna, if there's a moment to see a medium, it's this moment. But like, also, don't tell me to back out because
0: it's done. Is this your scary one that you've seen before? No, no. So this is like a psychic and medium because the truth is, I only have really had grandparents and an uncle like pass away. Mm -hmm. So. I don't really have too many people on the other side that are coming and knocking, but she's also a psychic. So, like, she's going to tell me some shit, but she has a TikTok account because I was like, who is this bitch? Where did I find her? Like, I completely forgot everything from June when I booked her. Like, I have no idea where this even came from. And she has, like, a lot of TikTok followers, but on her TikTok, she also gives, like, bad news
1: oh so is she like giving psychic readings but like the person's anonymous and she's just like telling somebody's shit or what yes
0: yeah So she's a client yeah she's like client me like tell stories like from her readings so that's awesome we're in for it guys I'm so excited I love this shit until it actually happens then they tell me something terrible
1: you need to ask her am I going to break both my ankles in my lifetime
0: I know, but then she's going to be like, 100% yes, and I and then what will I do with <gasps> then that? Then you get to go rock climbing, you live your life, it's going to happen, get it over with.
1: No, that's the opposite. It's going to
0: happen in a stupid way. It's going to be like, you I get out of bed it. and they're
1: going to both break.
0: No, it's going to be like in my bed. Yeah. Now that I've realized that that's the most dangerous place to be in the world <laughs> for, for kinking things, yeah, it's not going to be cute.
1: You're statistically most likely to die in your own bathroom, so. I
0: feel that way. Oh yeah. my God, I need to tell you the funniest story. So the other day I was sitting with my sister and my brother and we were like talking about a birthday dinner that they went to and my brother was like, yeah, I sat next to this kid Kia and I was like, oh, I I do know this kid Kia. Yeah. Last name Sorrento. No, I, no, literally, I go, yeah, no, like Kia Forte, like I've known him for so long. He dated this person, like Kia Forte, like, well, I'm saying this nonstop, not even batting an eye. My siblings haven't, didn't say anything. So then, like, the other day, I'm watching a TikTok and all of a sudden, this ad for a Kia Forte comes out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Like, I was literally like, oh my God. Cause you know, when you say something with such confidence and like you don't realize what it is. And it was purely my subconscious just like having, I don't even know what this kid's real last name is still. It's Forte, for all I know. But Kia is
1: their first name.
0: Yeah, but like, <laughs> the, Kia is definitely their first name, but Forte is not their last name, and I just thought that was hilarious. I know a Kia. Forte. Yeah. Sorrento. Forte. <laughs> Kia games. <laughs> yeah. You know, but like, I was very convinced, and I just thought that was a funny moment. <laughs> also, this is really crazy to me. This is just the married conversations we're having these days. Yes. Dylan comes in the room the other day, and he's like, Jade, my friends, when they poop, they... Do you say, like, shit?
1: Okay, this is an interesting conversation. I usually say, like, poop. I don't really love, like, I gotta take a shit, or he took a shit. It's fine, but
0: I prefer poop. Yeah, I prefer poop, too, but some people have a real problem with poo minus the peep at the end. <laughs> you know? Like, I gotta go poo? Yeah, if you don't... Lo- that's kind of gross. That sounds, like, watery. gross. Oh, Yeah. Anyway, so Dylan was like, yeah, so it's so weird. I was just talking to my friends because boys talk at all hours of the fucking day about every single fucking thing I've I've I love
1: Dylan and his little gossipy tech friends. It's
0: crazy. It's all (laughs) day long, every day about every single thing. Like this morning, actually, he was like, Jade, my friends are worried that you're going to choke yourself because you sleep in headphones. And I was like, valid. I honestly (laughs) might. So no, but he comes up to me. This is like last night or the night before. And he's like, my friend's. When they wipe themselves after going to the bathroom, Uh they fold the toilet paper between wipes. And I was like, yeah, same. I was like, do I lie about
1: this if she's grossed out by that? You know who's (laughs) causing global warming is Dylan Satin in the bathroom. Not every time. Well, you never know how much is coming off. If there's too much to fold, For sure.
0: Sometimes it's a one-wipe wonder. I
1: was like, are you crazy? Of course they fold between wipes. Yeah. If there's like not a ton of poo on it. Right. Yeah. Then you
0: then you fold. Then you fold and you re-wipe. No, it's how crazy is that?
1: And then you follow it. If you're really into squeaky cleanliness, you follow it with a cottonelle wipe, and your butthole sings. Oh
0: yeah, no, or, or if you got that Toto situation.
1: Oh, is it the bidet? I can't. I can't do a bidet. I have a problem. I have like a physical aversion to clamminess. I cannot. Oh, okay, it's that's too interesting. Clammy.
0: But then it'll, it'll dry you off. No, no, nope,
1: nope, I hate it. No, you
0: don't care. No, don't care even
1: Brad. Like if Brad gets out of the shower and he's like, hey, wanna?" And I'm like, no, you're clammy. I can't. I cannot. Yeah, no, touch that's kind of gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it
0: is like I don't I don't love that either. But then there, have you seen that TikTok where someone was like, I was in the shower with a guy and I went to wash my butthole and he was like, you wash your butthole. Then she was real. She was like, I realized that this guy had 32 years of shit in his butthole. Oh, or having never my God. Wiped
1: yes, you have to scrub her scrub a yeah, good
0: just spread the cheeks let a little water in yeah, there a little water
1: a little soap and then a little more water yeah
0: you know a flush you know what I can't I
1: can't abide I say pissed off like piss is not like a bad word to me that's fine but I hate when people say piss for pee I hate it if someone's yeah, would like would have to do this or they pissed there I hate it
0: No, so that's another TikTok that I saw. You guys, that's my life lately. It's like I just literally watch TikTok all day long. There's another TikTok that this kid was like, I thought that jizz meant piss. So I literally said to my teacher once, I have to jizz my pants. (laughs) Piss is like weird. Piss is like you hawk loogies also. You know what I mean? Like you're you're that kind of dude also. Yeah. That brings me to my next point, which is like so the other day I wanted to get your guys's advice because just I needed a temperature check of this situation. So granted, I'm like kind of sick of talking to people like obviously aside from the show. And Except you for me. And, right. Everyone else <laughs> is off the list. So my. Patience for like small talk right now is kind of at an all time low. Yeah. But this weekend, I ran into someone at the farmer's market that I knew. And first of all, she was with someone that we went to college with. Mm -hmm. I did not know this person. So she's like, You know this person? She went to college with us. And I said, Oh, she did. I didn't lie, Yeah. okay, right? So I was, like, already on shaky ground because, like, that girl was a little offended, right? But I'm I'm sorry. If you weren't shoved in my face in college, I don't know you. No, I agree. Uh, You did the right thing.
1: You did the harder thing, actually, because the easier thing is just like, oh, hey, you.
0: Yeah, ew, why would I ever want to do that? Then I have to, like, fill in the blanks of things that I actively don't know. It's okay to not know someone for fuck's sake like people are so <laughs> offended all the time but then so then at the end like there really isn't a nice way to end a conversation and if it were up to my spouse Dylan we would die there truly <laughs> like he cannot get out of a conversation to save his fucking He's life the
1: greatest conversationalist of, of all time but
0: like is he he is, but I'm just talking shit. Is he if he can't get out? Like, He's part of being strategy. the greatest conversationalist is being able to get yourself out of yes. said conversation. Yes,
1: uh, We had an experience like this this weekend. We were off hiking, and we were, like, in the park with all the fucking dogs. And this man came over, like, an older man. And he was like, oh, cute dogs, blah, blah, blah. And we just had, like, a brief conversation with him. He's like, I have a little girl dog, blah, blah, blah. Like, two minutes. And then he was like, okay, bye, and walked away. And I was like... That is magic. Succinct.
0: It's, it's yes. beautiful. It's an incredible thing. See ya. The best. So that's what I tried to do. I think it was a little <laughs> clunky. So the thing is, is I was taught, there was like a, it was like a bigger group. It was like six people, right? In the group. And Dylan actually knew one of the other people that she was with better. So like he walks over to them and starts talking to them. Blah, and
1: then blah, you're blah. abandoned with this girl you don't know?
0: Yes. With the girl I don't know and the, and then the girl that I went to college with. Oh my god! Actually, you want to hear something funny? Th- this girl actually, before Dylan and I started dating, gave Dylan a blowjob, which was incredible. But we- we've-, we've all we've all moved on since then. But I-, I like always remember that whenever we like run into her. it's so funny. Okay, Wait, anyway, but
1: not the girl you didn't know. The girl you did know, right? The girl
0: I did know. <laughs> yeah, he. <laughs> Sorry, asshole. No, um, but so she no, so funny. So then we're like talking, and I'm like, okay, this has expired. Like we got through all of the like niceties. I've gone through the wedding with you. Like it's over. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I have nothing left to say. So I don't know where Dylan's at in his conversation because I'm not in that one.
1: Uh huh. So then I'm
0: like, okay, we're gonna go now. Like that's right. I, I was like, we're gonna go now. I didn't know what to say. And then she like she was like oh, okay, but then I had to linger for like five more seconds because Dylan, Chatty Cathy wasn't done talking, yeah. and so I was like, Dylan, let's go now. And then I like pulled him away, and he was like, okay, but. I was like, what am I supposed to do? What are you going to do? I'm left without a life vest. I think you got to
1: just have an excuse to just like, hey, we got to go. Even if it's not like because blah, if it's not like we
0: got to get to the whatever. I think that was the issue. Like I didn't, I had a reason. Like my housekeeper was sitting outside my house waiting for us because we were across the street. You know, I had to get home, but I just didn't want to say that. You know, I just was like, I want to go. We need
1: to give listeners like a good generic out. I did that
0: recently where I kind of lied
1: and was like, I have a standing date before such and such time in the morning, so I can't be available before then. And I was like, Catherine, why don't you just say I'm not available before 9 a.m. for work stuff or whatever it is. But I think there's a place for like a standing like, oh, we have to go because we're on our way somewhere. Like it's super generic or like, oh, hey, so we got to go. We yes, got
0: to. I am married to someone who would be like, no, we don't. You know ah. what I mean? Like who has zero chill. So Foiled. I was just like, okay, Dill, we're going to go now. And I just, it was completely emasculating also. <laughs> you know, I you could
1: say, you're going to be like, we're well, to go because I got to take a poo.
0: Yeah. You know, we <laughs> got to fold some toilet paper over here. No, I, I was like, I don't know. I really don't know how to how to get out of this. So we, we just left. And then I was like, that oh, was kind of awkward. But like, life is awkward. You know what I mean? Life like, we just got to embrace the awkwardness because- Every fucking day, I'm exhausted trying to avoid awkwardness. Mm-hmm. The human relationship in just individually is so fragile, mm-hmm. it's absolutely astounding. Like just and- by the way you look at someone, you can offend them. Totally. They can think things about you. Sometimes my like my intrusive negative thoughts, I like really think of how easy it is to fuck your life up. You know, like I really think to myself, I could just call everyone in my life and make them hate me immediately. But it's so hard to build your life. You could do it with a text.
1: Yeah. You know what? You could do it with one letter. If someone told you something and then you were like, "Okay," and that's when you text it back, they would hate you.
0: Start some shit. It's so easy to start shit. And it's so hard to avoid shit.
1: Yeah. So we just have to like only be worried about ourselves.
0: You just have to not leave your house like me.
1: No, exactly. Let's have you put this maybe on your Instagram and be like, what do you say to get out of a conversation?
0: My refrigerator's running. I don't know. Like what do you say? <laughs> I really I really don't know. Let me go. For the love of God. Yeah. Well, and you guys need to do
1: some introvert recuperation after the W word.
0: For sure. Yes. Okay, so you guys, as you know, I write down little things that I want to talk to you about, and this list is, like, hilarious. Also, you guys, I just want to say, do you know how often I listen back to old episodes and just cringe at myself? No, you do? No, sometimes I'm like, I'm the funniest bitch ever. Like, oh my God, why don't people listen to me all the time? But other times, (laughs) I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I just, like, cringe so hard. The other week, I was such a pick-me girl. I was, like, saying some bullshit that I don't believe sometimes you guys it's just like, I'm sorry on my behalf I'm sorry on all of our behalfs. So I just have to be sometimes I'm like feeling introverted and then i listen to like an extroverted Jade episode and I'm like who is she who is that bitch and like what's yeah. she doing so yeah I make these lists of things that I want to talk to you about but they're always misspelled and just like these notes that I take in the middle of the night so they're hilarious I'm just gonna take you through this list. It's wild. Okay. Okay, first of all, when is too late to give a birthday gift? Let's talk about more of the relationships in life.
1: You are talking to a girl who still owes her two, no, several of my nieces and nephews a Christmas gift, and it is March 1st.
0: Okay, so I still have your Christmas gifts at my house, as we know. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So, like, completely wrapped in Christmas paper, like, sitting in my house, just, like, staring at me every day saying, you piece of shit, like, why haven't you done this? But I have, like, several, because of the thing that I just, the big event that I just did, (laughs) I was kind of, like, a shitty person in every other aspect of my life from December to January. So I have, like, tons of gifts that I have to give but haven't bought yet. And I was saying to Dylan, I was like, oh, we should give this to such and such whose birthday was in December. And he's like, Jade, the, like the statute of limitations has run. It's like too much. Like, it's it's over.
1: And I was like, I don't think so. No, I know. Because this is what happened to me. Last year, I was a terrible auntie and I didn't give any of my nieces and nephews gifts. And then I sent them all gift cards on Halloween, which is my favorite holiday. Oh, And that's then I did nice. it again this year. And I was like, wait, you don't need a birthday. Because it all just gets lost in the wash of the birthday.
0: But also, like, who's going to open a gift and then be like, oh, it was too late for you to give this incredible thing Nobody. to me. And
1: it's also then you're like, oh, my God, a
0: special surprise in the middle right. of nowhere. And then also, most of the time, if you're like me and mm-hmm. you like either are on your way to the birthday party, in which case that wouldn't be a late present, but it's just another symptom of gift giving.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You always end up spending more. You yes. know what I mean? Like, yes. the later you buy the gift, yeah. the more expensive the gift is. So if you really want to hold out. You can really cash in for something incredible. Like that's uh-huh. just how things go. It is. So yeah, I got some gifts. I gotta give. Like I, you know, when you are just like gift list is so long, and you are like, fuck my life.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have what seven or eight nieces and nephews now.
0: No, no it's too many. Way
1: more than that. You got to give four one away. on my side, seven or eight on Brad's side. It's oh, too many. It's too fucking too many. Many.
0: I'm on that. I'm on that same train. It's like yeah. it's gonna kill me. Yeah. Okay. So that was another. Uh, that was one of my thoughts. Another thing. We're just going to bounce the fuck around on through it. Here's something I don't understand. And granted, I understand I haven't been on a first date in many years. I get I'm out of touch. I get the whole thing. (laughs) I will never understand a movie date. Never, Mm. especially as a first date. You learn virtually nothing. Yeah, no, it's a bad first date. It's a bad first date. I could sit next to you and watch a movie for 22 days and not know anything about you. Exactly.
1: You know what I mean? It has to be combined with something else. If it's an early date, it needs to be dinner and a movie or a drink and a movie or like a movie and then a drink or cupcake or whatever.
0: It's just, it's a little too vulnerable for my liking.
1: Not for a state. It's not for a state.
0: No, it, but it's also like the candy line, like how ugh, awkward, like you know what I mean. Like you're standing there, like oh, a bunch of crunch, like you know, like what you makes and me you don't like- want
1: to say what size of popcorn you really want. You gotta be right. like, I have a
0: small. And like, should we share it? Like, no, I don't know. You like that? Like, Tub ew. or bust. You know, I don't feel like, you like that. I don't want your hands on my popcorn. Not dairy. at all. Like, what if they're a butter person, or what if they're a no butter person, uh-huh. or like that's a very intimate level of knowledge. It something. is. Or
1: have you seen the people who do the the straw with the butter to get it into the metal?
0: No, that's 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 a Midwestern. That's a Midwestern special. That's unhinged. That's like my friend who puts salt on goldfish. And I'm like, oh, Oh, no, no, that's so sinful. No, their
1: main flavor is already salt.
0: Right. No. Dylan's like, I don't get butter on my popcorn. I'm like, good, because it's already doused in it. Like, you see those yellow pieces? (laughs) Popcorn's not naturally yellow. Thank you. But can I tell you, like, honestly, I went to the movies the other day. I saw that movie, Missing. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. It's like the people that did Searching. Have you seen that movie? Like that's filmed all through like the computer screen. John Cho was the first one. Yes, yes, yeah. I saw that one. Okay, so it's like right up my alley. Like I live for that shit. It did look similar to that, so I am glad to know that it's, it's the, like same the same thing. Same thing, cool. but it's so it was great. I loved it. Highly recommend. Dylan and I turned to each other at one point in the movie and we're like, "Don't you wish you could pause it and like go to the bathroom? Like wait till it's yes. streaming? Is it's, it's it's good for I streaming? I have a solution. I have a solution. Okay."
1: So there is this app called P-Timer, and you turn it on when you get to your movie. You pick your movie that you're on, and they're like, okay, start – like, press this button to start the timer when the, like, WB logo fades or whatever. So you start the timer, and then they tell you three P-Times through the movie where there's, like, nothing really going on. I love this app. It's, like, free for the first little while, and then it's, like, 99 cents for, like, 10 P-Coins. Wow. Notice it didn't say piss coins. P-coins. That's someone
0: doing God's work. That's it like the person best. that made the website of movies that have dogs dying in it. I obviously don't watch any of
1: those.
0: <laughs> so you can like avoid them? Yeah. So you don't watch any or, of like, them. Or like
1: if you're a creep so you can watch them?
0: Yeah. If you're a sick motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I literally will not. I'd rather the every person in the goddamn movie die than the than the dog. Always. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. Of course. Of course. But,
0: okay. So Dylan and I are sitting in the movies. And I'm sorry, but tell me, i don't, maybe I have like an auditory sensory issue or something, but that silent time between trailers, when people are like, <laughs> it literally sends me to the moon. I literally, I don't know what to, like. It makes me want to just die. Like those seconds feel so long. I'm like, just stop <laughs> chewing for five fucking seconds, you it is, animals. It's also
1: weirdly embarrassing if you are the person crunching.
0: You're like, it's literally like I'm in there with ten piglets eating. That's how I feel. I just feel like this is too intimate of an experience. I don't like this. And especially on a first date, if I I was with one of those, I just realized I married one, but that's fine. I'm already in too deep. If I realized that I was dating one, I would literally, it's disgusting. (laughs) I'd rather hear you have like violent diarrhea through the bathroom than that.
1: So are you a person who wants to share your popcorn or are you like, let's get our own?
0: I mean, how hungry am I? You know what I mean? It's kind of like that vibe. And also like, I'm not going to share my popcorn with someone that I'm not 100% certain has washed their hands in the past 20 yes. but I always carry around hand sanitizer.
1: That's Yeah, that's smart. So, like, I could yeah.
0: offer both people and then I'd be fine. It's yeah. a little, like, where do you put it? You know what I mean? It's honestly yeah. absolutely insane to me that we don't have airplane trays, like, tables in movie theaters. <laughs> like, you know we have yeah. food. You yeah. know we, we come packing shit. So, uh-huh. like, ma- accommodate us.
1: That's why you got to go to those ones that have, like, the tables and, like, the big chairs. Oh, All Those are the best.
0: No, like, I pick or bust. This one I wasn't at an I pick just because it wasn't playing there anymore and it was, like, yeah. only playing downtown. So I didn't have that. But also with an eye pick, I don't think I've ever stayed up through the entire movie.
1: Oh, because you just like fall asleep.
0: Oh, my God. I'm in full heaven mode. I eat spicy tuna <laughs> crispy she rice. She loves to lie prostrate. I love it. I love <laughs> eye pick. What an incredible experience. But that's really bad ball on a first date. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? You're snoring. Oh, my God. You can't take me anywhere. You want to hear the next thought that I had that's I absolutely, absolutely imperative before we get to the important shit? Yes. Why isn't it the gynecologist? Instead of the gynecologist, wouldn't it make more sense? Yeah. No, that actually makes sense because it's vagina. Wouldn't that make more sense? It's misogyny. It's... Yeah. But like, it'd just be cuter. Someone should call themselves the, the gynecologist. Hi, I'm the gynecologist. It makes more sense. Like, why are we trying to confuse ourselves? It's like people in business when they're like, are you trying to scale it? You know how many fucking years I was like, lived in silence of not knowing what scaling meant and it just means to grow it? <laughs> Just say oh that.
1: My, corporate speak is the worst.
0: You know what I always
1: had a problem with? There's no short way to say entrepreneur. There's mm. no short way to say it. You
0: just shouldn't say it.
1: Also, ladies, if he's an entrepreneur, that means unemployed.
0: Yeah, you just shouldn't say it. It means he's, like, in trouble with money laundering and stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, everyone on Real Housewives that introduces their husbands as an entrepreneur yeah. is later being is indicted in for, f- for mortgage jail fraud now. or, yes. like, Yeah. It's it's crazy.
1: By the way, I finally finished season two of Housewives of the SLC, and man, poor girl, she's in jail. She's going to jail.
0: No, she is. She's she's in jail actually. S- as we speak, oh, she Jen is- yeah. I just kept watching this woman, and being like, how is
1: this woman gonna do it?
0: No, but like more importantly, how are these lawyers watching this show without just bashing their heads into the wall? You know what I mean? Like Completely. I'd be like, you're off the show. It's not happening. Like, I have, like, a stuffy nose. I am so sorry, you guys. I hate when people record podcasts with a stuffy nose. But this flu,
1: it lingers. Oh, no. See, I love when, like, people on podcasts or in movies have a stuffy nose all of a sudden. I'm like, they had a cold that
0: day. Yeah, you're like, you feel, like, on the inside of their nasal passages. <laughs> I don't know why I love it. I'm like, they had a cold. But I have some homework for you. It's, it's not my wedding, so I'm allowed to talk about it. You <laughs> need, we all need to watch, and I'll have you guys call in and we can discuss I've seen it 10,000 times, but I like my rewatch of choice during this sickness was Vanderpump Rules exclusively. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Watch Sheena's wedding. I think it's like season four. I got to look it up. Okay. You have to watch Sheena's wedding to Shay. You have to watch the whole thing. It is such a disaster. I mean, their relationship in general, but its I can't even just say it. You just got to watch it and then we got to discuss because it's TV
1: gold. You know I have never watched an episode of Pump Rules, but I have been considering it lately. It's
0: the best show. You will love it. It's also like, to me, the, the show that really most displays or exemplifies mental illness. Like, it really, really is one of those shows that you watch back and you're like, whoa, she has BPD. She, you know, like X, Y, and Z. Yeah, it's really, it's yeah. very interesting. I highly recommend watching it.
1: Is there less screaming than a housewives?
0: Mm, it's less middle-aged women screaming, which is a particular okay. flavor of screaming. You know what you. I mean? It's yeah. more like young people drunk screaming.
1: Because I do feel like housewives is kind of just like they gather all these women into a room who have personality disorders, and then they're that's so
0: funny you said that because Dylan literally a couple days ago. Walks in my room because he was quoting because Housewives is always on in the house. And he's like, I wasn't talking to you. Like he was quoting one of them. And I was like, why are you yelling? He's like, Jade, you literally have women screaming in our house all day long. Like he scared the shit out of me. So I was like, why are you yelling? He's like, everyone in our house is yelling. I was like, yeah, you're valid. There's a real
1: thing about like you weren't standing up for me. You weren't covering me. Whatever the fuck they say.
0: Yeah. It's always that genre of anger. Yeah. You know what I realized about the perk of being single?
1: You realized this right after being married.
0: Yeah, seriously, (laughs) I did. (laughs) Nothing like being married to show you all the perks of being single. No, I was thinking about this. The downfall of being single is primarily the single tax. Mm -hmm. The fact that if you buy a birthday present, like I theoretically could split that birthday present with someone else, but like Mm -hmm. you're expected to, you know what I mean? The single tax. You got to pay more sometimes for things, and that's not fair. Or like rent. Right. The perk, on the other hand, is the thermostat. I didn't realize how much of my life I'd be fighting for my life over the thermostat. It has to be 64 degrees. I am not a fucking iguana. My sister is an iguana. What do you mean by an iguana? She needs it hot? My sister is an exclusive. She'd be so happy with like 77 in her house. 76. Oh, that would
1: be dying of hot.
0: Oh my God. Well, first of all, Taco, my brachiosopalic friend, he (laughs) is like... (laughs) And you know what? Men don't sometimes don't notice that kind of thing. I'm like, hello. He's yeah, like, literally he's going into anaphylactic shock next to you, like hyperventilating.
1: No, Brad has always trying to take Mimsy on hikes when it's like 90. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It has to be under 80 if you're going to do that.
0: No, it's so scary. Can I tell you guys what you all need to do? I mean, you can get like really any kind, but I have a Furbo in my house. And sometimes like yesterday, I was not home and I watched it and I saw that Taco was panting. So I texted Dylan and I said, turn the heater off before you leave. And he did. And you know what? He didn't even register that I was looking. He just thought that I just thought I just of it. Knew. It was epic. You got to watch those pe- motherfuckers got to watch them like a hawk. Yeah. I'm like a 68,
1: 69 girly in the daytime. At night, I want it as cold as possible. I want it like 55.
0: Oh, I'm like 64. I would love a solid 59. Like, that is amazing to me.
1: Yes. We used to actually, back when we lived in Chicago, we would shut our bedroom door and barricade the little line at the bottom and leave our heat on like low in the rest of the house. And then we would crack a window in the dead of winter. So it was yeah, like that's 40 nice. degrees in there. It was the yeah, best. Yeah, that's,
0: what, that's what's up. Yeah. I, like, I don't know why hotels these days, like who sent out the memo that we all want to like die of overheating?
1: Oh my God, they only go down to like 68 now. I know. Like what? like
0: what the fuck?
1: No. I know. It's
0: like should be illegal. But anyway, I just thought to myself, if you're feeling bad about being single today, don't because you have full autonomy of your thermostat. Yes, you do. And you know what? You shouldn't have to justify the reason. Dylan and I are constantly fighting over the over their thermostat. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm hot. And he's like, it's freezing in here. You know, I'm like, get in bed. Like, start living your life exclusively in bed. And you'll be yeah. warm like me. And then you'll be warm under the blankets. Okay, just thought of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is hilarious. I'm getting my, you know what, pictures back? My wedding, <laughs> wedding pictures back. And, um... <laughs> So, like, during the thing, they were like, okay, do you have a good side? Because they were going to, like, help a sister out. Yeah, that's nice of them to ask. Yeah, and then, like, shoot me exclusively from that side. I have the toxic trait where absolutely, yes, I do have a good side. Like, I'm not one of those bitches that's like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't real like me. They're both good. I love both sides. <laughs> no, that's not me. But I am the bitch who doesn't remember my good side.
1: Uh, I yeah. don't know which side it is. Just take a quick picture and be like, oh, yeah, that side's ugly.
0: No, like there is a natural, like when you go to take a selfie, there is a side of your face that mm-hmm. you will turn to favor just automatically. But I couldn't remember during my whole wedding. So what did I do? Took all the pictures on my wrong side. No! Yeah, which was epic, which was just like me being
1: Well, mean, you, and, you looked know. beautiful either Thank you so way. much.
0: Okay, what I seriously wonder is when in life you stop being afraid of the dark whatever age Never. that is i want to be that age like i am so fucking afraid of the dark last night first of <laughs> all okay i went to the bathroom and i am like squeezing my pee out because i for some reason think remember like that mother theresa thi- not mother like mother- bloody mary no bloody mary Teresa. <laughs> that thing stays with you it does you know what i'm like and moaning myrtle makes me afraid of every public oh you found her scary.
1: well you were like a tiny child when that came out so that was probably scary kind of
0: but she is scary like if if i saw anyone in the bathroom like i'm scared
1: like that little baby voice also yeah
0: and she's so creepy (laughs) and like an ambiguous age and you're like what is going on the age thing is weird But like a ghost, I'm terrified of the dark, like so scared of the
1: dark. Last night, I got scared when I came back from peeing in the middle of the night. And I walked up to my bed and I was like, what if somebody grabs me? No, you just sprint. You just
0: sprint. Like you just dive into bed. I literally have jumped from my bedroom door into my bed. You'll do anything. You just fear for your life. It's it's the worst. The dark is the worst. I
1: even asked Brad, I was like, do you think dogs are afraid of the
0: dark? (laughs) They can see better in the dark than we can. Yeah, that's true. I think. Yeah. I hope. When I have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I'm so fucking terrified. But even like a bathroom, like a public restroom by myself, like at the movie theater (gasps) the other day. I am so scared of public restrooms. Yeah. They're scary. Do you know that this is one of my greatest fears of my life? They're scary. They're so scary. Like this girl, I was by myself, which was already terrifying. And then this bitch, I was also watching like that scary movie. But this bitch comes right next to me. Like, did you have to choose the stall right next to me? There's
1: 45. We're in a movie theater.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, this is terrifying. And then she, like, wasn't peeing for a while. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck she was doing in there. You're like, she's getting ready to murder me. Yeah, I'm like, she's she's literally going to grab me by the feet yeah, and pull me.
1: And then kill you. I saw the movie Witness... Which stars Harrison Ford and whoever knows about, like... I love that
0: movie. You do? Of course. I think
1: that was way before your time. I saw when I was, like, five, and I have been afraid of public restrooms ever since. Yeah,
0: there's only bad things can happen in there. You know what I mean?
1: Especially when you're, like, alone.
0: Like, there's so many things to be afraid of. Mm -hmm. Like, germs.
1: Germs and murderers and mafia guys. Yeah,
0: serial killers, kidnappers. Yeah, it's too scary. My last random thought is the Nikki Nicole conversation. You know, it's so interesting because if you are a Nicole who's Mm -hmm. never gone by Nikki, Mm -hmm. right, and then you as an adult try to make Nikki happen, Mm. mm, you know, I really want to tell you, if you dream it, you can be it. But like you need a fresh start in life to make that happen. You need to like move to
1: a new city because
0: the thing is, you know, like that TikTok that's like. All pee pee times are, are yes. not poo poo times, but all poo poo. It's like not all <laughs> Nicole's are Nicky's, but all Nicky's are Nicole's. For
1: sure. And not all Catherine's are Cats or Katie's or Kathy's. Right. I gotta tell you, I don't like cat. Yeah. If someone calls me cat randomly, that's fine. I will never introduce myself as cat. Never, ever. No, that's weird. Girls that go by cat are a little. Sus.
0: But that's also, like, I find it weird when people introduce themselves as a nickname. I gotta be honest. Mm, Like, especially mm -hmm. if it's an obscure one. I'm X, but everyone calls me whatever. Oh,
1: it was years before I found out that my friend Kit, his real name was Christopher but yeah. he goes by Kit, which is like his no, family. No, I think I've said it
0: before. Like I'm stuck in this Steve Steven world where like I have a friend named Steven, but I've exclusively called him Steve since we started <laughs> being friends. And now I'm stuck. Is he And like gay? everyone else around, no. Well then, I think that's fine. He's my secret lover. No, <laughs> but yeah, no, he's, <laughs> he's a financial manager. It's fine. No, but I literally am stuck now where like I think I'm the only one that has this nickname for him. I think it's just me out here and it's humiliating, but you can't undo it. You but can't. I really think, Everyone's got to know a Nicole trying to push the Nikki wagon. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like making up your own nickname. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, like I go by Lex and it's like, mm, no one calls you that. Yeah. You can't make up your own nickname. And I know they're trying to be a little fun and make Nicole a little. But like Nicole is one certain kind of person. My best friend is named Nicole. But I have never not once called her Nikki.
1: Nikki is a whole other woman.
0: No, I call her Pete. As a normal person Yeah, of course. You know? Of course. Like, hello? Nikki, like, change your identity (laughs) entirely. And I also kind of feel like they're just two different names. They're just really two different names. Like, Kathy and Catherine are two different motherfucking hemispheres. You know? Yes. Yes. Anyway, just thought that to myself. So if you're Nicole trying to push the Nikki wagon, I love you. But, like, stick with what you know, what what you were born as. Yeah. Okay, so what I really wanted to talk to you guys about Mm -hmm. was the other day I was talking to my sister. And there's this person that's intimately in our lives. And I was saying to her, historically, I've had issues with this person. And so I was saying, like, we were talking, like, me and my sister, my brother, we were talking. And I was saying, yeah, but, like, I think she's really dark. Mm. And my sister was like, but don't you realize that she has trauma and she doesn't handle it correctly and, like, all of that stuff. And I found it so frustrating because, like, I am inherently to a fault I have a million other flaws, but I got empathy in space. Yeah. So I got frustrated because I was like, no, I have empathy that some people, of course, we all go through shit. My first question is like, what happened to you? Like, rather than like, what's wrong with you? I definitely go there in my mind, but I do think there is a world in which... You don't have to force forgiveness. You don't have to force yourself to be able to say, I like them or like, I forgive them or I know they would do better if they knew better. Mm -hmm. There's room for that. But it can also be accompanied by being, I just fundamentally don't. Get along with that person. Yeah. Or like, uh, we don't see eye to eye or like our vibes don't match. Or you
1: can also be like, yeah, they went through a lot of horrible shit, but they're also like a bad person and I don't need them in my life. Like those two things are separate.
0: Right. But they haven't healed those things. Sometimes there's also like resentment because- I work hard in therapy and I try to take care of all my bullshit so it mm-hmm. doesn't affect other people obviously mm-hmm. I don't do the best job of that every time but I just it was an interesting back and forth because me and my sister agree on a, pretty much everything but I was like no Jess like you just need to let me not like that person yeah. and it's okay it's okay to like have some discord in your life and not need to force forgiveness not need to force reconciliation mm-hmm. all the time
1: mm-hmm. yeah some people are just like not gonna match your vibe like there's not gonna match your energy and not be a good fit for you. That's okay. And I think
0: like I used to spend so much time and I think there's some value in it realizing that or just functioning from a place of like the people in my life won't change. So like how do I build my life around these Mm -hmm. personality traits or my problems with these people? And I think that's a great way to be. And that's me most of the time. But it's also you can't just stay in that lane. Like my therapist right now is really trying to get me into the other lane, which is Okay, like you don't just have to feel like everyone's a victim of everything Mm -hmm. and have like no autonomy or no decision-making ability. You can also be like that's not my vibe. I need to protect myself from that person, but also know where they come from. Like there is yeah. room for that. And, and I think like we're conditioned because we're also like such fixers and want to like fix and heal and do all that stuff. We try to like, eliminate all problems mm-hmm. in our life. Mm-hmm. And you come to the realization that that's not possible. Yeah. And even things within ourselves, like I am a. Firm believer that identifying is ninety percent of the battle. So if you can identify that you have certain triggers, that you have certain deficits in your personality that bug your friends, bug your family sometimes, if you just keep tabs on all that stuff and try to curb it as much as possible, Mm -hmm. you're doing all the work. Yeah, I think we try so hard to eliminate certain traits in us that maybe were developed through trauma or developed in our childhood, and or that we just like fundamentally don't like about ourselves. And we don't realize a lot of those traits came from us trying to protect ourselves. And it was like a mean of su- mm-hmm. means of survival. Mm-hmm. And just because our situations have changed, and maybe our relationships have changed, and we don't need to protect ourselves so steadfastly anymore, it's kind of like, why do we feel the need to eliminate all negative in our lives?
1: Yeah. I also think what you said about feeling upset because like you're doing the work and somebody else is not yes. is a big thing. I struggle with that, too, where I'm like, My anger for this person is because they're not doing anything to fix their situation or their shitty whatever.
0: And that's maddening. It's hard. Yeah. But then we also have to be like, well, I can only control myself. No, totally. But I listened to that girl, Jeanette McCurdy or whatever, who wrote that book. I'm glad my mom died. You guys listened to an interview with her. I mean, we're going to try to do one on this show because she's amazing. Mm -hmm. She just blew my mind. But she was like, yeah, I was, you know, doing so much work in therapy Being like, yeah, like, I understand where my mom was coming from and, like, trying to forgive my mom. And then one day my therapist said to me, I'm speaking as her, my therapist said to me, why are you trying to do your mom's work for her?
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: there's part of that, too, where you just feel like, oh, my God, I am contorting myself so many times to try to make this all okay. Yeah. And you should, for your sake find ways to calm your nervous system or or when you know that you're about to be around someone who you find toxic or don't get along with, you should protect yourself and get coping mechanisms for all of that. But there is a line where, like, you can end up doing too much work for the other person. And then not giving them any credit for the shit that they stir. And
1: then it becomes like boundaryless and codependent because you're like I'm doing I'm bending over backward to change myself to acquiesce to your like personality issues or your bad choices or whatever.
0: Completely. Like, I found myself in a spiral recently where I was really trying to figure out who I was born as Mm -hmm. versus who I was conditioned to be. Like, the traits of me that were developed Mm. as a response to trauma versus, like, who I really am. Mm -hmm. And that was, like, so toxic for me. I was going to
1: say, that would drive you crazy.
0: Right. Because it's like, who the fuck cares at this point? Yeah. You know what I mean? You can never know really like what you were nature versus nurture. You can't know like how you were born versus like.
1: You also can't logic your way into fixing whatever those things are, even totally. if you were, even if someone told you this is because of trauma, this is because of how you were born. Like you can't be like, okay, cool. I'm going to keep that and get rid of that.
0: Exactly. Like I wish we could audit or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. figure that out, but we can't. It's also you don't take into account how those negative attributes actually positively affect totally. your life. Sometimes,
1: if we hadn't been through some shit, we wouldn't be very funny. So, no, I mean, ain't
0: that the guy? Go- I wouldn't have the show. It's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no tension in perfection. It's like extremely Ooh, boring. That's a good line. It's true. That's it's true. Line. Yeah. It's just weird when you switch modalities of introspection. You know, when you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm just in forgiveness mode. Everything my parents have ever done to me, it's all fine. Like, I'm just going to find a way to build around it. And then you think that's the peak. You think Mm -hmm. that's enlightenment. Mm -hmm. But I'm learning now that some of that is, like, not toxic, but some of that is unhealthy. Like, some of it is— Well, to just do
1: a blanket thing of, like, nothing anybody does affects me. I
0: forgive everyone. Well, because, like, what would be the harm in saying— my parents really fucked up in this way. Yeah. And they really excelled in this way. Mm-hmm. I think identifying the and is the most important thing you can do in life. Yeah, You have to be able to say, back to my conversation with my sister, I recognize they've been through shit. Most people have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And... I don't really like it around me. Exactly. And then you get
1: to decide once you've labeled it, like you said, you can decide what you want to let into your space. Maybe it's my parents fucked up in these ways, but I still love them and care about them and want to have them in my life. Maybe it's my parents fucked up in this way and I forgive them, but I can't have them in my life because it's not healthy for me Mm -hmm. or, you know, until these behaviors are changed or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Like you get to decide who you allow into your life in most cases.
0: Right. But most people are uncomfortable expressing that even and especially around other people because so many people function in black and white. Mm -hmm. You know, so many people function in like they need to know that you're evil or good or bad. They need to know that you're they need to put you in a box.
1: But life is very gray.
0: No. So my sister was like, I just don't think you should describe someone as dark. And I was like, why not? It's not like I'm stamping it on their forehead. Mm -hmm. It's just how I believe they are. When did it not be okay to not like someone? When did it become a reflection on? That is really what I think. I think I feel like it, it's a reflection on me if I don't like someone.
1: You know yeah. what I mean? Like,
0: it's a it's a problem or it's a deficit in my healing. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't done enough healing to reach a point where, like, I'm just unbothered by everyone. <laughs> and I don't know that I'll ever get there. Uh,
1: it's a tough place to be at. I think it's called Enlightenment.
0: I guess, but, like, enlightenment is also being enlightened to see the truth about some people just sucking ass. Yep.
1: I fully agree.
0: Yeah, so I'm, like, kind of trying to get into this world where that and, like, those people, like, have hurt me really badly, and I know that they came from a lot of hurt. You know, hurt people hurt people. I vehemently believe that. Yeah. It's so interesting because I think some people who really prioritize peace over truth maybe even mm-hmm. sometimes you know
1: or oversetting boundaries yeah because boundaries are hard
0: it's it's really uncomfortable yeah so yeah I feel like sometimes we just force okay we need to identify all of our issues and then like solve them and work on each one and we're going to be perfect at the end and mm-hmm. every relationship that we have has to be amazing and if it's it's like this is life life is vibing with some people not vibing with other people and realizing that Neither are really up to you. Yeah. And it's not a moral statement. Unless you're being unkind
1: or cruel, if you just decide to detach from someone or you just figure out that they're not the right fit for you to be around, like, that's not a moral – there's no moral judgment there. It's just –
0: Totally. And I think there's, like, you know, there's extensions of this, which is, like, okay, maybe you don't need to, like, go around to – Every single person in your life and talk shit about this person, you know what I mean? That is bringing negative energy like into your life yeah. and not good. But it's like, if you just like, you can have an opinion on someone mm-hmm. and like keep it to yourself and just like protect your peace. Totally. Sometimes that's a version of protecting your peace,
1: is not having to say the thing.
0: Yeah. Yep. And it's also like okay to not like someone. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if someone doesn't like you. Yeah. Cause uh, guess what? It's none of your business. You get to right. go on with your life. It's truly it's like the straightening iron. It's like I used to just straighten only the front of my head in middle school exclusively because I was like the back of my head is none of is none of my business.
1: Didn't we all. So
0: but yeah, I just really I really think sometimes we think we're regressing in healing because we feel more tension or we feel like relationships aren't working and we get out of certain things. But I actually think that that is evolution. That is us healing and evolving by realizing what we do and don't like in our lives. Yep.
1: And I think it takes a little while to get there.
0: It definitely does. But, you know, if you're stuck in the negative, if you have negative traits, like we all fucking do. I think self-awareness is the key to salvation, obviously. Yeah. But it's, you know, let yourself dislike people. Let yourself, you know, if you're Sicilian, for example.
1: Just say, just say Hold saying. a grudge.
0: You can hold a grudge. goddammit. it. Yeah. But let it go before it hurts you. Yeah. It's, yeah. I know. It's like drinking poison. Expecting <laughs> <person to die. laughs> I know it. I get it. But, you know, let's just sit in the sit in the shit yeah okay so next time I want to talk to you guys about attachment styles because I got to be honest on this show I, I've been lying my way through life about attachment styles and everyone's like do you get them and I'm like oh yeah totally get I don't that. get them either I've skipped over it completely in class okay so we're gonna talk about it next time here. we'll
1: do a little. Our, we'll do our research we'll do our homework
0: okay I got it okay love you guys I'll see you next time bye